So after seeing Die Another Day, mm-hmm. I have to ask. Right. Who has more chest hair? Pierce Brosnan or Sean Connery? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> My, your luck, Mr. Oh, you must excuse our job, Mr. Bond. He's an admirable manservant, but mute. He's not a very good caddy. All right, welcome to our seventh odd job. Again, an odd job is a short podcast with a singular purpose. Our singular purpose today is to review Pierce Brosnan as... Ian Fleming's James Bond 007. Mm-hmm. But before we do, uh, happy birthday to my mom. Her birthday just passed. Nice. It's on Groundhog's Day. It's a weird day really? to, to have a birthday. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie, though. It is. Weird birthday. Yeah. Mm. How much chest hair do you think? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They're really the only two chest hairy Bonds, though. Come to think of it. Yeah. Daniel Craig is like, like a shaving like a baby like a teenage boy you think, you think I, I don't want to get totally off topic here but do you think he's shaving Daniel Craig yeah he's blonde too so that helps yeah, like you, you help know, yeah you don't know yeah 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 it's, it's, it's awkward alright uh, anyways <clears throat> yeah so four films mhm so Pierce Brosnan was James Bond from 1995 to 2002 mhm he starred in four films GoldenEye released in 1995 Tomorrow Never Dies released in 1997 The World Is Not Enough released no, it's not. I'm sorry no it is not 1999 released in 1999 and Bring It In At Home Die Another Day which was released in 2002 killing his career as James Bond and almost killing the franchise all in one swift boot but mm. Highest grossing Bond film upon its release. It's bonkers. It's Not bonkers. beat until Skyfall. I Is that Skyfall. true? Yes. That's true? Yeah. Highest grossing It was like Bond 435 film. million because I just happened to look at IMDb not that long ago. Yeah. I mean. Cash money. Casino Royale didn't beat it? No. It's crazy. It didn't beat it because the last film that came out before it was Die Another Day. You need to build up some buzz before people are coming back. That's ridiculous. It is. A little bit. What's your favorite? We always ask this question. Favorite, least favorite. I mean, it's going to be a non-debate again for us. So I think ultimately the total rank is going to be the interesting discussion. But it, for me, it's GoldenEye is my favorite. And uh-huh. Die Another Day is my least favorite. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So uh, more importantly, what are the middle? What, how do you rank the other two? And I'm pretty sure I know what yours are. World and then... Uh, tomorrow. No way. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. That yeah. is that is what it is for me. You you like the world is not enough more than tomorrow never dies. I mean if I had to pick a movie to watch between the two, yeah, I think I would watch World before I would watch Tomorrow. Let me then let me ask this question. How close, if at all, was tomorrow to being worse than Die Another Day for you? Or was it miles apart? Miles apart. Really? Because yeah. I just like tomorrow the, is like a fart from being ranked above um, world the world. Yeah, it's like to me they're just see to right me right there. The last three, there's so many things I don't like about each one of the movies. Electric King is what knocks it over. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. And I just think like I'm not a huge fan of Elliot Carver 
I don't know. I don't know what it was about his character. I just didn't like that. Right. Much. I love the idea of the film and the, right. the media mogul and everything, but uh, yeah, I I have it in the same ranking. But there was times where I could the first. I love the torture. I love the start of the movie of Die Another Day that I could, in some cases, move it ahead of Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that makes sense. Although, like the first hour of Die Another Day, I would rank it. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's, I think it's it's solid first hour, but the movie feels like three and a half hours long because the second half is such shit. Right, the same kind of thing we had with Roger Moore, where it's like if we could just take pieces, yeah, of Roger Moore films, it would be so much better. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. unfortunately not. So Pierce Brosnan as a whole, what do you what are your final thoughts? We're really at a place we can stop. I think I think we've admitted like we kind of have a list. You have your Pierce Brosnan is fighting against. Um, Roger Moore, mm-hmm. and for me, he's fighting against Tim Dalton. We're at the end, you know. Put your big boy pants on. Where where are we at? Ah, it's tough. It's it really is tough because up until the end, all this time I've been saying Roger Moore, I think, is going to beat out Brosnan. Mm-hmm. But I think I like enough of the beginning of some of the Brosnan movies that he might go ahead of. I, I need to stew in it more. Right. But for the moment, I'm going to say Brosnan is going to just slightly edge out Rushmore. And I have Brosnan slightly edging out Timothy oh. Dalton. Because I think he's a he's a more round Bond. And yeah. I, I understand the criticism of Timothy Dalton. He was, he was too dark. Yeah. Um, he had some good one-liners in License to Kill. Um, but he's not like... And yes, I understand the 80s and the AIDS epidemic and they're not having Bond sleep around. But mm-hmm. there's just Pierce Brosnan is a more well-rounded Bond when when it comes down to it with Timothy Dalton. And yes, he has four films to kind of make that up where Tim Dalton only had the two. two. So, I mean, it is maybe unfair, but no matter how I diced it, if I took the best, because I have, you know, we've talked about this. Best versus best, the average, the opening for their Bond portrayal. Mm-hmm. I went down all of those and how I try to rank the Bonds. And Pierce Brosnan, hands down, was winning each of those. So the, only, the only one where it was close was average. But then that's because Tim Dalton has two. Yeah. So he his two portrayals averaged out, you know, a little higher than, than Pierce. Does, do you give him any bit of a pass since... He is our childhood Bond more than Roger Moore is. Do, that, do I think that my whole reason of why I think Rob people are so uh, big on Roger Moore is because he was the childhood Bond of so many fans? Well, I because mean, he had such a long run. Like I have that but, whole theory. But Brosnan is your childhood Bond. So are you giving him a little more nod? Are you giving him a little more? Oomph? I don't. I don't think so because in theaters I left Die Another Day as you know a teenager. I was seventeen, eighteen years old. I was disgusted with the, with that movie so much mm-hmm. that I had a negative you were view of to be Pierce by it. Yeah. for years and years and years and years yeah. until, you know, I went and recircled and I'm like, I'm going to look at Pierce's bond and I'm going to separate it. He didn't write the script. He didn't direct the film. He didn't have a pull on any of this. No. Let me look at him as a James Bond. He was a good James Bond. Um, he was a good James Bond. I, I, there you go. I don't think I could say it any better. Yeah. That's so, fair. Yeah. yeah. I, no. I think, and I, I think he's a great cross between, what people love about Roger Moore and what we loved about Tim Dalton. He has the best of both worlds and not necessarily the worst of them. And and that to me is kind of that helped push him as well. 
I get, let me let me just turn the head around here a little bit because I I normally talk about how much I liked his portrayal in Die Another Day hmm. and how much I liked his portrayal. Well, I was starting to like his portrayal in The World's Not Enough. I really didn't like his portrayal as Bond in Tomorrow Never Dies and Goldeneye. You know, so I guess maybe I do need to knock him down a peg or two because I, I always view him as the the pretty boy Bond. I don't I didn't like that. I didn't like it until he got salty, until he had been on some missions. So maybe I need to... Same thing with Roger Moore. If memory serves me correct, you were not a big fan of Live... Um, I was not a fan of Live, live and Let Die. Look like a baby. And Man with the Golden Gun, you weren't that high on. You were still coming around to him. Yeah. And it wasn't... This, this, excuse me, it wasn't until Spy Who Loved Me in his third I really film. started like him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he, that's... Of course, by that point, he was 47. And then you, if you look at that, if you look at that consistency with how you're looking at those first two, yeah. Tim Dalton's above both of them, hands down for you. You, yes. there's not a debate. Yeah. So, and, and then you have, you know, Dr. No and From Russia with Love, which is why Pierce is, or excuse me, Jesus, yeah. which is why Sean's oh. up there. Mm-hmm. And then you have Casino Royale and Quantum, which is why, so maybe, maybe you found kind of how you're ranking your bonds. You're, yeah. you're very quick. You've got a, you gotta seduce me in your first two. Yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, you're gonna be on this bottom area where I'm just. Yeah, but Pierce is still kind of strange there. Just because I, I, I go back to I do like Goldeneye. I do mm-hmm. like Goldeneye a lot, but it, but it goes back to the portrayal. Like we've talked in the past, I would love to take the die another day, Bond, and drop him in Goldeneye. Right, and then like the real other last thing to mention about I think Pierce Brosnan is. The what if, the big what if factor for mm-hmm. him is there's a picture and I, I found it. I think I have it saved. It will, we'll tweet it out of him signing a contract in the eighties to be in the living daylights. Yeah. And then Remington Steele is like, nope, we're uh, back on the air. Is this, this You're is, ours. This is the one where he was like literally moments before they're going to have the big prevail of the big of the next Bond movie coming out. Pierce Brosnan was going to be And then there. Remington Steele is like, yeah. no, he's ours. And they have to scramble. And then finally, Tim Dalton's hey, like, I guess I'll do it. Yeah. I guess you have me. So there's the, the, it's a legitimate, it's unlike with Tim Dalton where it was, they're like, we're going to reach out to him because Roger Moore is not coming back, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for your eyes only. This is, a, he's at the table, pen in hand, signing the contract. And then Remington Steele gets on the phone, and they're like, "Nah, he's still with us. He can't. He can't do that nonsense. We still have him." You know, he could have been in uh, Living Daylights, License to Kill. Had he been Bond, then it's probably fair to say they would have got that 1991 Bond in, yeah. which was Property of Lady. Then you have Golden Eye. The question is, would he have done seven? Would he have matched Roger Moore? Would he? Be, would we have had back to back? Seven film James Bonds. I'll have to go watch some Remington Steel. See and if, if I would have liked him as Bond. And if such, would Goldeneye imagine if he had reached that third movie status by the time he hits Goldeneye? Yeah. What kind of film are we watching then? And then the other side of the what if is he, he, he into, lobbied he Roger Moore. He lobbied hard to come back for another Bond film. Really? He did. And it was it was his idea. I've talked about this before. Rebooting. He said, "Like we need to reset like, reset everything." Yeah. And that idea of resetting to kind of have that from Moonraker to For Your Eyes Only, where it's less gadgety, going back to the basics. Yep. The producers took that idea and ran with it, and they're like, "What if we go back to the beginning? Yeah. What if we circle what is, all is the it way now around? Time we can finally do Casino Royale. Is it right. Time? 
yeah, we can get away with yeah. doing a movie about gambling for yeah. the entire movie. And we have the rights to it and, you know, that kind of... Yeah. So he kind of, you know, shot himself in the foot there with putting that bug in their ear. Because it's kind of hard to say no to the guy who starred in the film that earns you more money than any other movie, you know? But then they get in, they get in their head, they're I like, can't wrap my head around that. let's, let's reboot this. Let's go back. Let's, because it got such a big backlash. And at what point are you a scriptwriter and you're like, this car is going to be invisible? Yes. Ice Palace. Oh, yeah. Slow moving laser, space laser. This keeps, yeah. keep, keep coming. It sounds this is, great. Sounds great. We can make this all work together. We're going to have him do legitimate spy work for uh, about 70 minutes. Facial reconstruction. <laughs> airplane. Base. DNA gene therapy. Demilitarized zone. What if we throw a helicopter from a plane? How awesome would that be? Even better. Why don't we have two high-end sports cars fall out of the airplane before the helicopter? This is great. This is... this. Go to print. Go to print. I guess go to film. Go to Get two rear wheel sports cars driving on ice that's melting. They're going to have great control, right? Right? They'll be... Yeah, sure, that's going to work. That Jaguar was pretty badass Jaguar. It was. We didn't talk about it that much. Who made that? Who's the... Who's the equivalent of Q Branch out there making crazy cars? Is Miranda Frost, to go tangent here for a moment, is Miranda Frost working with, is she just like smuggling out a Jaguar out of Q Branch? She could have. She probably could have. I, uh, Bond's going to drive the uh, Vanquish. I'm going to, I'm going to drive the Jagan. Right. Maybe that was it. He's not the only one getting cars. We learned this inspector, the, the, uh, the DB10 was not made for Bond. Yeah, but she's not a double O. She's not. The way, and I know this is not a podcast for Die Another Day. We already had that podcast. But I forgot to mention this when we were doing that podcast. The, when they're, the way she mentions, like, oh, but you're, you're a double O, was the same way I imagine, and I was never the starting quarterback for my high school football team. I was. Um, <laughs> False. The way, the way someone would be like, but you're, but you're the quarterback. <laughs> And I'm a measly library assistant. <laughs> just like, dude, he just Pretty works good. in another department in the same fucking company you work in. Pretty good Southern building. <laughs> so overall, we like uh, we like Pierce. We just like other guys better. That's fair. I mean, he's, you know, like, how do you... He was... He's a piece of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I would have it no other way. Honestly, I love talking about what could have been. Yeah. But you have to say, like, things happen for a reason. And and he was the right Bond for the time. And he drove the reboot. And now we're into Daniel Craig. and He helped save the franchise. Yeah. And he almost helped murder it. Yeah. Life comes full circle. Yeah. He was a good Bond. He was a good Bond. He was a good Bond. He respects the series. He talks highly of Sean Connery. Yeah. One of the first films he went to see was Golden Eye, or Goldfinger, Goldfinger. excuse me. Um, you know, I like him. I like Pierce. All right. He's a good guy. At Pierce Brosnan. Hey, tweet us. Hey. Now let's bring this home. All right. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. I-
That's enough about Pierce. Uh, if you uh, like our podcasts, why don't you go over and uh, head over to iTunes. You can download all of our podcasts. And Absolutely. Be sure to tell every one of the Bond fans you know. All of them. We are on the uh, Android-based uh, stuff now, so you yep. can get us on Stitcher. Right. Uh, and I think we've talked about 100% of the time. Anytime you can get us on Stitcher. Yep. And all 30, 31 days of the month. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, not always there, so... If the, if it's still single digit days in the month, you'd you probably be good to, to go. Yeah. If it's like the you know the twenty eighth day of the month, you're probably not gonna be able to download us for some reason. We're probably not. On, we're working on that. Podbean wants some of our money. We're working on that. Uh, but more importantly, uh, we are very active uh-huh. on Twitter. So if you can, uh, you go over and follow us on Twitter at uh, Bonding Over Bond. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and like our Facebook page. Absolutely. Bonding Over Bond. Uh, podcast uh-huh just search for bonding or you'll find us there uh we're gonna eventually have our first mailbag right podcast episode yeah um you're too late for that one too late but uh we intend to foster this community of bonding yeah uh so be sure to send us an email at bonding bond at gmail we'll read some letters yeah if i wanted to go to a web page where would i go right now right now you would go to www.lionize dot com backslash uh, uh, wrong what did i say you just said lion eyes i didn't say lion eyes podcast no you didn't even say your own freaking you would go to www.lionizepodcast.com backslash bonding over bond mm-hmm. you can find us there and uh in the future future times www.bondingoverbond.com very, very near future yeah. for more content, trivia, news, and corrections. Spectre reviews. Spectre reviews. Running rankings. Uh-huh. Distinguished debauchery. Yep. Posts. It is going to be the big website for us for talking about anything yep. games. Yep. All our podcasts. And uh, if there's anything to remember, what would it be? Remember, Pierce Brosnan is not just James Bond. Mm. He's Robinson Crusoe. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Crown. Mm-hmm. And... That asshole stew from Mrs. Delphire. Yep. Until next time, shake it. Don't start.
Well, uh, that's enough about Dan or uh, geez, let's try that again. Mm-hmm. Put a check mark next to that one. It's done. <laughs>